There are many very fundamental rules that are going to be taught in this parak, this chapter, with regards to a zolv, but really also with regards to many different types of transfers of impurity and general rules about Tumor. So the Mishnah says, as well as a particular rule that was taught in the previous Mishnah, the Oitra Acher Omru, the Chachomim also taught the following rule. Anything that is carried by a Zov, even if there are many, many, many different layers of items that the Zov is carrying, even the very top one is Tome, it will become impure as a Rishon Letumar. This is known as El Yoinoishal Zov, even the highest thing that is being carried by a Zov, without any actual contact with the Zov himself, even that will become Tome as a result of the act of carrying performed by the Zov. The reason why I emphasize that it's because of the fact that he's doing an act of carrying is because this does not apply to a Mishkov or Moshov. A Mishkov or Moshov refers to the bed or the seat something that supported the weight of the Zov and became an Av HaTumah via the transfer of Tumas Midras. So for the most part, if you think about it, the fact that the seat which the Zov sat on becomes an Av HaTumah means that we treat it in pretty much the identical way to the Zov himself. The idea is that just like the Zov himself is Tomei, that which he sits on or supports his weight on as long as it's designated for that purpose also becomes Tommy on exactly the same level. Nevertheless, there is a difference. If there are lots of items piled up on top of a Mishkov or Moshov, again, Mishkov or Moshov refers to the item that supported the weight of the Zov. If there are lots of items stacked up on top of there, the rule of Elyonishal Zov does not apply. If a person lies down on that bed, his weight is supported by the bed, then he'll become Tommy. Or if the person or an item touches the bed, they'll also become Tommy. But if there are multiple items stacked up, we do not view the bed as carrying those items. An act of carrying is something that a person can do, but a still object doesn't do an act of carrying. There is something situated on top of it, but it's not considered to be carrying those items, and therefore only the item that is directly touching the bed would become Tommy. Be it as it may, this is the rule of Elyonishal Zov, that anything that the Zov himself is carrying, even if it's higher up, becomes Tome as a Rishon Letumar. The Chol Shehazov Nisa Olov, anything that the Zov is being supported by, so an object that is carrying the Zov without having direct contact, Tohar remains pure. And this is for the reason that we, that we just explained, because... The concept of Tumas Masa, Masa refers to carrying an item. A person is able to carry things, but objects don't carry anything. It's just there's a situation where there's something on top of it. But if it's not touching it, then we have no way of associating the Zov with the item that is carrying the Zov's weight. And therefore that item remains pure. Now you'll ask, surely this is going against everything we've learned in the, in the Masechta. The whole concept of Tomas Midros is that when something supports the weight of the Zov, it becomes Tomei as a Avatuma, even on the same level as the Zov himself. So what does the Mishnah mean that the item remains pure? The answer is, as we have mentioned, the whole concept of Tomas Midros only applies to an item which is designated for supporting the weight of a person. As the Mishnah says, Except for something that is fit and whose purpose is for a person to lie down on or to sit on, 
Then there's this unique concept of Tumas Midros. In that case, it would become an Avatuma. As well as that, the Ha'odom, if it's a person who is carrying the Zov. So then, as we explained, there is a transfer of Tumas Maso via carrying the Tommy item. And since it's a person who's doing that, so we view that as an act of carrying. And so the person would become Tomei, albeit as a Rishon Latumar. Now, although it's true that the person only becomes a Rishon Latumar, as long as the person is still carrying the Zov, during the time that he's still carrying the Zov, it's considered to be there's a certain level of contact and association with the source of impurity, which means that the concept of Tumar B'chiburin applies. We learned about this in the previous Mishnah. Tumar B'chiburin means that as long as the person is still in contact to a certain extent with the source of impurity that is making the person Tome, if at the same time the person is touching another item, then we view it as if the item is actually touching the source of impurity. It's almost as if the tumor which the source of impurity has spreads over the person for as long as the person is still in contact with the source of impurity. And that means that anything that the person touches at that same time will become Tome as if the person himself is an Av HaTumar. And the Mishnah explains with an example, Ketzad, how so? What would be an example of this? If a Zov's finger is underneath a row of stones, a small wall of stones, it could be there's a small hole towards the bottom where he's able to slip his finger into there. And HaTohar Melamalon, a pure person, sits on top of the stone wall. By doing this, he weighs down onto the Zov, and it's considered to be as if the Zov is carrying the pure person. So this is like the first case of the Mishnah, El Yoinoi Shel Zov, where anything that is being carried by the Zov becomes Tomi as a Rishon Tomar. However, since over here we're talking about a person, so for as long as the Zov's finger is still there, so there is contact between the source of impurity and the person, which means that just like the source of impurity is an Avatumar, it's as if that spreads onto the pure person who is sitting on top of the wall, and for as long as that contact still exists, so the person is considered to be an Avatumar. The way that the Mishnah describes and defines what an Avatumar's power is, is that Metami Shanayim, it can make two other things Tomei, two other food items. Food can become Tomei up to the level of a Shainilatuma, which is two steps removed from an Avatuma. So that means that if the person touches food, and that food touches other food, so it will make even that second food Tomei as a Shainilatuma two levels removed from the Avatumar, and Upaisal Echad, that second food item would be able to invalidate another food item if that food item is Trumar. Trumar is food that is given to the Karnim and it's more sanctified, and it can reach even a level of a Shalishi Latumar. And that's what the Mishnah means, that the second food item is able to invalidate another item if it is Trumar, and it would make it a Shalishi Latumar. This is basically a long way of saying that the person is an Avatumar for as long as that contact still exists with the Zov at the bottom. Peresh, as soon as the Zov separates himself from underneath the wall, so now the person is Metame Echod Upezel Echod, he would be able to make one other food item Tomei, and that food item would in turn invalidate Trumar. And this is a long way of saying that the person is a Rishon Latumar. He's one step lower than the Avatumar. So this is the explanation for the first law of the Mishnah. Now the Mishnah explains the second law, that Hatomi Milamalon, if the Zov is above the wall, the Hator Milamaton, and it's the pure person who put his finger underneath, so now it's considered to be that the pure person is carrying the Zov. 
When one carries a Zolv, then Metami Shnaimu Pizl Echod, he has the ability as long as he's still carrying the Zolv, meaning as long as his finger is still there, he has the ability to make two other food items Tome and invalidate a third if it's Trumar. Again, that's a long way of saying that the person is an Avatoma, and Peresh, as soon as he separates, he takes his finger out from underneath the wall. So now it's like anybody who carried a Zov and is no longer carrying the Zov, he is a Rishon Latoma, which means that he would be able to make one other food item Tome as a Shani Latoma, and that food would in turn be able to make a piece of Truma Tome as a Shilishi Latoma. The word Paisel, to invalidate, always refers to when Truma becomes a Shilishi Latoma. The point is that it won't be able to then make another item Tome, but it itself is Tome. Now, what happens if Ho'ichlin v'hamashkim, if there is food or drink, hamishkov v'hamishov v'hamadov, if there is a bed or a seat, or a madov, which in this context refers to any regular item, the point is just that it's not, it's not designated to support the weight of a person. In general, in the context of Tumar, the term madov refers to a lower kind of impurity, or something that is more lenient in terms of its laws of impurity. So in this context, it refers to something that is not designated to support the weight of a person, and therefore, in terms of Tumas Midros, that wouldn't apply to it. Be as it may, the Mishnah is saying if there is any food or any item on top of Milamalon, on top of the wall, and the Zov's finger is underneath, so in a case where a Zov is carrying items or food, so the Zov is performing an act of carrying, and there is a concept over here of El Yoyno Shal Zov, Anything that is being carried by the Zov becomes a Rishon Latuma. So although some Mishnais over here read Metamin Shnayim, we are going to go according to the version that reads Metamin Echad, or Poisen Echad. Those items have the ability to make one other food item Tome, which would in turn make Truma Tome. That's a way of saying that it's a Rishon Latuma and Perishu. Likewise, once the items separate, they no longer have that contact with the Zov. The Zov is no longer carrying them. They remain a Rishon Latuma, Metamin Echad, or Poisen Echad. So it should be noted that we see over here another difference between people and items. One difference that becomes very apparent in this Mishnah is that a person can do an act of carrying. Unlike items, we never view an item as doing an act of carrying. The other difference is the concept of Tumor B'chiburin, that as long as a person is attached to the source of impurity that's making him Tomei, so it's as if the Tumor spreads over him, and as long as he's still in contact, so it's as if he has the level of Tumor that the source has. But this does not apply to items, and that's why even for as long as the Zov is still carrying the items of Ilyonoshal Zov, items that are being carried by a Zov, even as long as he's carrying the items, they are only a Rishon Latomar. Now there are many, many different concepts which are going to be discussed and mentioned and introduced in this Perak. This is one of the parochim, one of the chapters of all of Mishnayis, really, that is extremely, extremely jam-packed with lots of information and fundamental concepts for Tumar. Next case of the Mishnah, the Hamishkov, the Hamishkov Milamaton, if there is a bed or a seat, something that's designated to support the weight of a person, and that is at the bottom of the wall, and the Zov is on top of the wall. So the bed is supporting the weight of the Zov, and therefore Tamishnayim will place an Echad. The bed becomes Tome as an Av Hatoma, and Perishu, even once the bed is separated from the Zov, there's no longer that contact, it still remains an Av Hatoma. This is the regular rule of Tumas Midras, Tamishnayim will place an Echad. So the bed would still have the ability to make two other food items Tome, and a third, if it's Truma, to also become invalidated and impure. 
On the other hand, like you mentioned, if there is food, drink, or regular items whose purpose is not to support the weight of a person, if that is what is at the bottom of the wall, then they would remain fully pure because they are not performing an act of carrying since they're just items. So they remain pure. Because the Chachomim said, some delete this, these two words from the Mishnah, some have the version, and this is essentially a continuation of the previous Mishnah. It's somewhat of an explanation for the last law that was taught in the previous Mishnah. Any item that carries a Mishkov, again, a Mishkov is a bed or anything that whose purpose is to support the weight of a person. And once a Zov, indeed, his weight was supported by that item, so Tumas Midros causes the item to become an Alphatumo, just like the Zov himself, even once the Zov is no longer lying on it. So the Mishra says, any item that is carrying the Mishkov, this bed that has become Tommy as an Alphatumo, or it is being carried by the bed... Essentially, that means that either it's right underneath the bed or it's above the bed, but it's not touching it. Tahar, the item remains pure, because as we have seen, a still object can't do any actions, and we don't view it as if it's carrying, it's not doing an act of carrying. So other than touch, there's no association between the item that is, that is situated above or below the mishkov. Chutzmin ha'adam, except for if it's a person. If the person is carrying the mishkov, then he will become Tomei as a rishoin l'tumah via the transfer of tumas masa when a person performs an action of carrying on a source of impurity. And if the person was above the bed, that means that the bed was supporting the weight of this person, then he would also become a rishoin l'tumah. As soon as a person is involved, so we can see an action being done, and that could be a reason to create the association with the source of impurity, so he would become Tomei. Next case of the Mishnah, over here we're talking even about a person who performs an action, but in this case he doesn't cause anything to move. So the Mishnah says, any, even a person who carries a dead animal that is a source of impurity, or he is carried by the dead animal, that means he's above it but not touching it, Tahar, he remains pure. Chutz ben Hamesit, except for a person who actually caused the novella, this piece of dead animal, to move. The mission is saying that even if the person is carrying the novella, we don't view that in and of itself as an action if it's totally still and he doesn't cause the novella to move at all. So this is, it's interesting, this is unlike the case of a Zov, or of a Mishkov, that which a Zov lay down on, if a person is considered to be carrying the seat or the bed on which a Zov had laid down, he does become Tomei. We do view that as a action of carrying the bed, even without causing it to move. But it is learnt from Pesukim that with regards to a novella, only if he causes the novella to move is that considered to be a significant enough action for him to become Tomei from the novella. Meriliezer says, Afhanusei, the reading of our Mishnah literally means even somebody who just carries the novella. But the truth is, the Gemara in Meseches Chulin corrects the reading of our Mishnah that it should read the who Shenusei, which means that we're talking specifically, Meriliezer is coming to say that it's not enough that the person moves the novella, according to the first opinion of the Mishnah, even if he doesn't carry the novella, but he just moves it, he would become Tomei. But according to Rabbi Yezer, he must carry and move it. 
it's got to be a significant act of moving, which is only if he carries it in order for the tumor to be transferred to the person. The mission moves on now to the third item to be discussed in this Mishnah. Anybody who, any person or object who carries or is carried by a dead human body. Toha remains pure, although, as the Mishnah goes on to say, this is only really relevant in a very specific case, because Chutzman Hamaahil, the exception to this is if there is a transfer via Tumas Oihel. Tumas Oihel refers to one of three different ways for the Tumor to be transferred. The basic form of Tumas Oihel means that the dead body is underneath the same roof, it's in the same room as another item or another person. The very fact that the, you're underneath the same roof as the dead body makes the person Tomei. But there are also another two forms of Tomas Oihel, and that is if the dead body forms a roof on top of another item or another person, or if another item or person forms a roof on top of the dead body. And forming a roof on top of it just means that it's on top of it. If the item or person is situated directly above or directly below the dead body, then they become Tomei via Tomas Oihel. So we're never really going to have a case of somebody carrying or a person or an item carrying or being carried by the dead body and remaining pure. Because there's always going to be a transfer of Tomas Oihel. So the truth is that it's true that in the vast majority of cases, the person will become Tomei. However, there are certain items and materials that could block Tumas Oihel. So if somebody is, let's say, carrying a flat board, and on top of the board is the dead body. That board, assuming that it can't become Tomei because of the way that it's made, or the material that it's made from, and its lack of ability to hold things, so that would actually block Tumas Oihel from being transferred from the dead body lower down. So the only way that the person might become Tomei is because is by virtue of the fact that he's carrying the dead body. And with regards to that, the Mishnah says that the, he will remain pure, or if it's an object that is carrying the dead body on top of the board, then it, it would remain pure. Unless the Odom is Manchu Mesit, a person in a case where he causes the dead body to move, and this is even if he's not directly above or below it, or carrying it. Merely by causing the dead body to move, the person would become Tome as a Vishayn Lutomar. Mishadalad, with regards to the transfer of Tomas Midras from a Zov to a bed or a seat on which he lies or sits, we learn that only if the majority of the Zov's weight is supported by one item would it become Tome via Tomas Midras. The Mishnah teaches that this does not apply to the cases that have been discussed over the past few Mishnahs. Mixos Tome ala Tahar, even if only a small part of the Zov's body was carried by a pure person, or Mixos Tahar ala Tome, or if a small part of a pure person was carried by the Zov, Chibure Tome al Tahar, even if the only part of the Zov's body was something that is just connected to the Zov's body, but strictly speaking, it's not considered to be a part of his body. An example of this is something like teeth of the Zov or his nails. Even if that's the only thing that the pure person carried, it is considered to be an extension somewhat of the Zov, and the transfer of impurity would apply. And if the Tome Zov carried even just something like this that was connected to the pure person's body, like his teeth or his nails. In all of these cases, Tomei, the person would become Tomei via the various transfers that have been discussed. Rabbi Shimon says, 
that whilst it's true that mixtos tome al hatohar tome, if a pure person carries even just a small part of the zov's body, he will become tome. But he argues and he says that mixtos tohar al hatome tohar. If a zov carries just a small part of a pure person. So the way that we want the pure person to become Tome is by virtue of the fact that a Zov carried him. This, according to Rishimon, is only true if he carries the majority of the pure person's body. And if not, then Tohar, the pure person, would remain pure. Now, just a reminder that the technical term for the transfer of impurity in these two cases is actually totally different. When a pure person carries a Zov, then the transfer of impurity is Tumas Masa. That's when a person becomes Tommy because he carried a source of impurity. If the Zolv is carrying the pure person and making him Tommy that way, so this is a different transfer of impurity called Thomas Heset, when the source of impurity, like the Zolv himself, causes the pure person or object to move. Mishnah Hey, Hatome al Mishkov, if a Zov, his weight is supported, he lies down on just a small part of a bed. So the majority of the bed is not being lied down on by the Zov. However, the majority of the Zov's weight is being supported by just a small part of the bed. This is sufficient for Thomas Midras to happen. Likewise, once the bed becomes Tome via Thomas Midras, if a pure person later on lies down on it, he also becomes Tome via lying down on it, even if he doesn't touch it. And the Mishnah says, Vahatoramitzamishkov. If the majority of the pure person's body, his weight, is supported even just by a small part of that bed, Tome, in both of these cases, the Tumor will be transferred. On the other hand, Miktas Tome Ahamishkov, if it's only a small part, it's the minority of the Zov's weight that is on the bed, or it's the minority of the pure person who goes onto that bed that became Tommy already. Even if the majority of the bed is being covered, but it's not the majority of the person who is on the bed, and therefore Tahar, the person or the bed, would remain pure. Nimtseisit emerges that Tuma enters into the bed and is transferred from the bed to the person who lies down on it, even by a small part of the bed, as long as the majority of the person was on it. Continues the Mishnah, we're going to miss out the word v'chein, like the versions of the Mishnah that don't have it. Kikoshal truma. If there is a truma loaf of bread, mishkov, that is placed directly above a bed on which a zov had, lied down, had laid down, so it's an avhat truma because of Tumas Midras, However, we've already learnt that objects don't perform acts of carrying, and so if there's an object which is directly above a bed which is an avatuma, then the tumor will not be transferred unless the truma is touching the bed. But it's enough that there'd just be the Haniyorban time, even just a small sheet of paper that is separating the bed and the truma, since there is no touching between the truma and the bed. Whether the truma is above or below the bed, tohar, it remains pure. The same applies to a stone on which there is tsaras, certain spots that appear on the stone and make it tome. Although for certain laws, a stone like that is considered to be like a dead body. For example, anything in the same room as the stone which has tsaras on it becomes tome. However, this does not apply to something that is directly above or below it, and therefore tahar, 
the item which is the, the loaf of truma bread would remain pure. However, Rabbi Shimon says that in that case, the bread will become tome because Rabbi Shimon understands that something that is in such close proximity to the stone that has tsaras on it does indeed become tome from it.